hey, 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 take it easy, man. Over here, the pile of rocks waving at you. Here. Yeah, I'm actually a thing. I'm a being. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader in here. I'm made of rocks, as you can see, but don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissor joke for you. This is my very good friend over here, Meek. He's an insect and has knives for hands. You're a Cronin, aren't you? That I am. How'd you end up here? Oh, well, I tried to start a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets, so hardly anyone turned up, except for my mum and her boyfriend, who I hate. As punishment, I was forced to be in here and become a gladiator. Bit of a promotional disaster, that one. But I'm actually organising another revolution. I don't know if you'd be interested in something like that. Do you reckon you'd be interested? Ah, yeah, nah, this whole thing is a circle. But not a real circle, more like a freaky circle. This doesn't make any sense. Nah, nothing makes sense here, man. The only thing that does make sense is that nothing makes sense. Has anyone here fought the Grand Masters champion? Doug has? Doug! Oh, no, Doug's dead. That's right, everyone who fights the Grand Masters champion perishes. What about you? You're made of rocks. Perishable rock? Oh, okay, another one. Go on. Yeah, no, I just do the smaller fights, warm up the crowd and whatnot. Wait, wait, you're not going to face him, are you? Yes, I am. going to fight him, win, and get the hell out of this place. That's exactly what Doug used to say. See you later, new Doug. Cinema Nine Podcast. I'm Michael Govier. Travis Roy's here. Eric is not here. Eric. Eric is unavailable this week. He is on vacation, enjoying himself, living his life. You know, as well he should. He's earned it. But it's okay. Because we got this dude. This dude, man. He's been on the show before, believe it or not. We did that movie that he selected, which I had never seen before. It was called The Brotherhood of the Wolf. Is that correct, Aaron Worley? That is correct. Hi. Welcome. Good to have you back for round two. Yeah. Society still has issues, though. Society's got a lot of issues going on. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get let's get into bum fest before we start the show. <laughs> get bummered out. Talk about all the yeah. society. Let's get them out the way. Society. Yeah, we really like to bring our audience down a great deal before we <laughs> really get into anything. It's yeah, always let's been. Talk, let's talk about the Supreme Court. 
Yeah, uh, exactly. I thought Roe v. Wade. Yeah, I mean, you all that stuff. Yeah. No, 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 no. Escapism. Escapism. Yes, uh, escapism, is, escapism is the way. This is the way. And uh, on Cinema Night Podcast today, we will be doing something different. Now, Travis, since Eric isn't here, you have selected... Well, you asked me last week, and we have selected a MCU film, although it is not technically five years old as of November it will be, but... Uh, Four and a half we're, doing close. we're bending the rules a little bit because it's our first MCU movie. Also, oh. um, the Thor for love and thunder comes out in our time this Friday or tomorrow, which I'll be seeing it tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, so yeah, we're doing Thor Ragnarok and I'm really excited our, to finally do an MCU movie. Um, uh, I was going to pick something much more like the opposite of this, but I want to, what I have in mind, I want to wait and do with Eric. So I thought it makes sense to do a, a MC movie, MCU movie while he's gone. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. Aaron, are you caught up on all MCU content as of this date? I believe so. I believe there's nothing I haven't seen. Seen Ooh. it all. You saw Doctor seen... Strange? Yes. Okay. We saw it in theaters you... of, uh, about a month ago, I suppose. Are you enjoying Miss Marvel? Uh, didn't see that. I, th oh. I thought we'd talk about movies here. Quite good. Well, it's Marvel content. It's MCU oh, yeah. official. Oh, okay, content. If you're talking all content, no, not, board, not all content, but Disney. MCU proper, right? I mean, you know. yeah, I've seen all the movies. I can tell you that. Not all the Disney shows. Gotcha. Any Disney shows? Hawkeye. Nope. I turned Hawkeye off. <laughs> like, uh, first episode. Oh, I loved Hawkeye. Wow. Well, I haven't seen that, it. So yeah. Oh wait, which was the one that I? Okay. Which is no, no. Maybe it was the other one, the other guy. Wandavision. No, no. The other one where the show started off, uh, and they're having the they're battling guys. Falcon on and Winter Soldier. That's the Falcon one. and Winter Soldier. That oh, was that yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. Turn yeah. that off. Episode one. I remember you did say that. Yeah, I yeah. actually really enjoyed that show by the conclusion of it. I thought it had an interesting uh, take on the future of Captain America and shit like that. But I think yeah, it was I, I didn't hang out. in long enough to to pick up on any kind of thing <laughs> at all. <laughs> It's like, this is dumb. I'm out. <laughs> okay. That's not how airplanes job. work. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, they did you wrong because Eric work, or Aaron works on, okay. yeah, on planes. So Aaron's a big, big sickler for plane stuff, I think. Yeah, it pisses him <laughs> off. That's not how it was pretty ridiculous opening for that show. And I do recall oh, it, it now. Awful. It was pretty absurd. But the rest like, of the show made were, a Remember, fart. they were fighting and stuff. And then all he turns his back, and all of a sudden, they got like flight suit, like jumpsuits on. Like, yeah. Just all of a sudden. Yeah, why head. not? Who why cares? Not? Who cares? I mean, are you that hardcore of a stickler for things in general? I mean, you like fantasy stuff, but what is it that will piss you off besides that? Is there something about you'll be watching a movie and like, oh, that just takes me out. I'm out of here. Uh, no, I can get into, I can like, the disbelief is I can do that. But it's just when it doesn't, and when it's not internally consistent, I just, I'm not cool with it. And I didn't think it was internally consistent to have that fight scene going on. Where people were just in different clothes immediately. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'm what sorry it, for it your what loss. It is. Well, yeah. whatever it is well, is what it was. Or yeah, can't that's, win them all. I do. Yeah, no. I can't win them all. Hey, no. I'm not. Yeah, I didn't come on here to complain about everything. Hey, what hey, hey, hey! What is going on here? Look, we're gonna do the main event, which is does it hold up? We'll focus in on Thor Ragnarok, which was a big hit in 2017 and 18, yeah. and uh, we'll lead you into Thor: Love and Thunder if you so desire to watch after the fact. But first. Cinema 9 Pod at ProtonMail.com. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Remember that thing? I mean, I don't Have think we've had email? an email. I, I, I uh, checked it. I checked it like a week ago. That's not that's not very recent. But 
um, you know, tweet us. You can you can message us on Facebook or Instagram. These are also options if you don't want to memorize our terrifically long email address. That's these are options. Oh, yeah, if you want to comment, you want maybe you can comment on some of your favorite actors with ridiculous names. That's fun to do. Mm, that'd be fun. I like that. That's a good idea. May you could uh, tell us about your worst episode with the toilet. That's your opinion. Oh, yeah. As no, well. No, don't do that. We don't want to know that. <laughs> I do. I'm curious. Scratch I'll that. read it. I'll read Bride, that. Bridemaids. So. Bridemaids was a pretty good one. Oh yeah, uh, worst movie moments with shit. Uh, <laughs> the Bridesmaids. Dumber uh, squeak at the end. That's that last little squeaky <laughs> fart that he put that Jeff Daniels gets out. That's a great moment in film history, right there. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, a, <laughs> We're a good start. <laughs> Does it hold up? I don't know. I don't know if it holds up or not. But yeah, you can email the show five star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Also, Audible. Yes, they do five star oh. reviews. So wow. welcome, uh, Audible people. Check us out. Five star review us. We always appreciate that. It makes a difference. And we do have a Patreon. We have a patron. So that patron was just given a big gift today as I uploaded our latest 10 minute topics, which was a couple behind. So we have six of them uploaded and available now, six different topics. That's 60 minutes. That's a whole hour's worth of content for you. If you so desire ranging from Travis's the unexplained, which we did a, a 10 minute topic on. And we just did one actually with Aaron, who's our guest here today, which will be posted later. And that was on, Books that impact? How would you describe it? Books that influence us? I answer books that changed your life, but it turned out to, what <laughs> books have you read? Have you read a book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Beverly Cleary was mentioned, I believe, twice. So uh, no judgments here, but... <laughs> uh, hey, you don't want to be giving funny. away the special content to all these non-payees. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Sneaky true. Preview there. We've got to keep our class behind divisions the behind the paywall. Behind yeah. the paywall. Yeah, we have we have class status for a reason. You're damn right about that. All right, so make sure you stay in your corner. We'll stay in ours. Yeah, this is for nobody. The <laughs> this is for yes. Uh, it's actually. It's actually done for poor people. You'd have to have an internet connection to be watching this right now. And that could cost money, Aaron. So mm. could be some middle-class people watching. I'm just saying. Although that doesn't really exist either. But, you know, that's yeah. another what, story. For what another is this middle-class you speak of? What do you call that? What was it? <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, let's get into our quarantine viewing <laughs> picks. This is where we share what we've been watching recently. And uh, Travis, as always, we'll start it off. Travis, what have you been watching? And will you recommend anything this week? Oh, man. You know, I watched a lot of uh, Marvel content. I watched The Eternals for like the third time to make sure that, yeah, I've still really liked this movie, despite the fact that everyone I talk to doesn't. I think it's so complex. I like it a lot. I uh, revisited X-Men Days of Future Past. That one's still a damn fine movie. That You know, those first two re uh, rebooted Mar uh, Marvel X-Men films around 2014 and 2012 or whatever, those ones were both pretty awesome. Then they kind of, you know, went off the rails but kind of yeah <laughs> kind of um i i figured you know i wanted to be all caught up with my thor mcu you know story so i also checked out infinity war and endgame again naturally uh enjoyed watching chubby thor do his thing uh, i caught up on the last two mission impossible movies because i hadn't seen rogue nation or fallout and those were you know those just those are good. The Mission Impossible movies are good. I'm excited for the 
what is it the eighth one or whatever that's coming out seventh one um these are still consistently good movies at some point they're gonna have to like start cgiing tom cruise running and stuff or like clinging to the sides of airplanes as they take off but i need more um, jack reacher is what i need dude <laughs> fucking hey i like both those movies i like jack reacher yeah, one sure. and two yeah you, you did too oh yeah we just watched them uh, a couple weeks ago i think they're underrated especially the first one second one was not as good but it was worth it was worth saying it's um, a serious conversation just for the record so i know I'm <laughs> i revisited dick from 1999 yeah! Uh, the, the Waterloo comedy classic. That movie has everyone in it. It's just ridiculous, the cast of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's still pretty funny. It's still a pretty weird movie. Written um, by Bruce McCullough or directed? I, I, think, he's, I think he's co-written. I can't remember. Yeah, I feel I like he, had, he definitely had it. a hand in making that one. For sure. And yeah. he's in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's still funny. I mean, probably probably should be better remembered. I probably should have brought it on the show, actually. But man, it's a good choice for the show. I think that's yeah. actually not a bad idea. It's not too late. You can always bring it back. Just because you watched it now doesn't mean you can't do it. Maybe someday. The only new movie I watched was uh, After Yang from twenty this year, twenty twenty two. It's a new eight. I think it's on a twenty four, distributed by a twenty four. Um, it's a it's a Colin Farrell is such a good actor. You know, I mean, the guy just takes such interesting roles. And this movie is really, really slow. I mean, it's slow. I love it. But it's really, I loved it. it's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. in, in terms of theme. It's beautiful in terms of how it looks. It's got a beautiful score. So you've, you've seen it as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we dug yeah. it right away. I, I, I really liked it also. I, I don't know that I loved it, but I thought it was, I thought it was profound. I thought it was really good. Um, I, know, I, I don't know that's for everybody, but, but I do think it's like it covers a lot of ground in that hour and a That's half kind of an oddball yeah yeah but it's a cool sci-fi but the, you know my main recommendation i know we're a movie podcast but uh and i'm a little behind on this but i watched the first season of invincible robert kirkman's uh animated series for uh amazon and speaking of huge cast the voice cast for this thing is insane i mean jk simmons stephen young um who else? I mean, off the top of my head, I'm blanking, but there's just a ton of fucking Seth Rogen, just a ton of a ton of people in this in this thing. But better than that, I mean, this is such a rich world that is built in this first season. Uh, I'm really excited about the second season. It's one of the better seasons of television I think I've seen. And I kind of was turned off of it because of like the really basic looking animation style. And I was like, eh, you know, I like Robert Kirkman okay, but like, you know. Walking Dead really wore itself out. I'm not sure that I want to get on board with this, but if you like world building and um, like rich, rich storied characters, uh, Invincible is fucking. It's a ten out of ten. I loved it, so wow. I definitely strongly okay. recommend that. Got to put that on wow. my my watch list. You should. It's it's really Ooh. really good. Oh, by the way, uh, just to follow up on the Dick commentary, it was definitely mm. not directed by Bruce McCullough or written by Bruce McCullough. Uh, just co-starring? It, just, yeah, just co-starring. It was directed by a man named Andrew Fleming. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Also, one of our favorites, Travis, Hamlet 2. Which that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. I love Hamlet 2. Yeah, he's been around. He's uh, <laughs> you're actually, you're right. I'm glad. You, yeah, I'm glad you're in on this too, Aaron. Because if you've seen Hamlet two and you don't enjoy it, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Get on a mistake. Yeah. He also did the craft. That's where he kind of got his start. So he's got a, 
Really? He's been around. Andrew Fleming's a guy. He's directed yeah. and written some stuff that's good, not so good. He's had a decent career. So good for you, Andrew Fleming. Keep it going, Andrew. Keep it going! I am Michael Govier, and I have watched movies recently. So this is our first MCU movie. We're doing Thor Ragnarok for today's main event. And I wanted to catch up because I thought I could go see Love and Thunder before the show today. But turns out that was... Uh, an error on my part. It's not ready. Ill conceived. Yet, so. Yes, uh, it was ill conceived. It turns out whatever I was looking at in Google, the times for the movie theater, which were every half hour, of course, three, three thirty, four, four thirty. You could see Thor: Love and Thunder all day long if you wanted to. Uh, that doesn't come out till Friday, but Travis will see it Thursday, like he said. And uh, I didn't. I made a mistake. So and today's but, Wednesday. So here we are. Yeah, today's Wednesday. So I can go see Thor: Love and Thunder still if I want to. But I caught up on the other MCU movies I hadn't seen recently. I saw the Spider-Man. We talked about that. Didn't like it at first. Told you I changed my mind on the second viewing. is a little bit better. <sighs> okay, well, let me start with this one. So I saw, I didn't see Shang-Chi. I didn't see the Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. And oh, I watched that. I thought it was great, too. I awesome. really enjoyed it. I thought it got a little bloated and lost its way towards the end. Uh, the It's a wild, intensely intense ending, but... It's okay. I'm cool. It was with a it. good kung fu movie. Like, uh, oh, it was like, an elite like kung, kung fu. Yeah, it's Dude, a, that it's guy. A, uh, it's a great Ben Kingsley movie, is what it is. <laughs> that was a show. Yes. So, <laughs> so that had me googling the shit out of the Mandarin because I barely saw Iron Man three. I, I remember like I couldn't give a fuck about that movie, but I did remember that he was in it briefly, and then I had to go and get a little bit of review. Mandarin. Uh, yeah, and then the whole thing about Mandarin and. The character in the Shang Chi and the Ten Rings about the, that being the Mandarin and you know Shang the Mandarin Chi. being a the fact that they make a joke about it in the film was I was well done. I appreciate Marvel doing all that because when I fired up Shang Chi, I was like Shang Chi, Shang Chi. Why the fuck do I care about this movie? Like uh, I don't know anything about this character. I have very little nostalgic connection to this at all. Right, I didn't, but I loved it because it's great kung fu. I well, agree I, with Aaron. I mean, like with I, I was pretty unfamiliar with most of the cast of uh, the characters in Guardians of the Galaxy, and now it's one of my favorite franchises. You know, that's one of the great things about yeah. the MCU is that, like, on one yeah. hand, it's these classic characters that you grew up with, loving, and then sometimes you get stuff that's new, but in that world, or new to you I, anyway. Sure. When I was a You're kid, right. Thor was. I thought Thor was just silly. I thought oh, as I a read character, him. he was silly. <laughs> like if I'm a book reading the comic, Thor, no. Wolverine, yes. Thor, no. <laughs> I like Thor. But now, like, Thor's great. I love him in the movies. That's a good call, dude. I agree. I do. I love the Thor movies. I also like Thor a bit more when Marvel Ultimate Alliance came out back on the uh, Xbox 360. I got more to Thor for that game. I was like, oh, this is a cool character. And you got all these different outfits, too, which we get to see. We'll talk about later. Uh, some new outfits for Thor. But, yeah, Shang-Chi, good movie. Glad I saw it. And... I had I wanted to see the Eternals next, which I had, but I I, I just got too mo excited. I couldn't wait anymore, even though I still hadn't seen the Eternals and I hadn't seen the Hawkeye series. I'd seen the other ones prior, and Marvel Miss Marvel is still ongoing, I believe. So I don't count that as like, oh, I'm behind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but I just couldn't. I just wanted to watch Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness so badly. I I started watching that. Yeah, Eternals is its own separate thing, so you don't really you could watch that at any time, really. Well, oh, okay, good. You you probably want to watch it after Endgame, but you you don't have to. You didn't you didn't screw up by watching it out of order. It didn't cost me in my Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness viewing. Now, what did you I think, think of that? 
Okay, well, so I've been peppered by your harsh criticism of the film, which I can't forget it. I, as soon as I started, I kept thinking, every time I think of this movie right now, I think of you. It, it's really Sorry. in my head. No, that's good. <laughs> you, you made an opinion, and it's up to me to change my mind or ignore that entirely. And I thought it was... It, <clears throat> I was into it for a while, but they really lost me about the last 45 minutes to an hour or so. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't like keep track of work. It seemed like an Inception type movie too. Cause I know it's about multiverse and you're in all these dimensions too. So it's like, oh, where are we now? And we're, oh, we're going here, we're going there. And by the time he was a zombie, spoiler alerts, like he was the other, he's a dead strange, a dying strange, a dead body strange. I just like, I didn't care, man. And I really checked out at the end of the film. And that's a fact. That is a total fact, dude. I don't, I'll have to watch it again. I will have to watch it again, but... Uh, Aaron, I'm curious what you thought of it. I really liked it a lot. Um, I had a buddy of mine mm. that's totally into this like storyline completely. And he explained to me every little detail and about how it connected to the <laughs> series uh, that couldn't. What do you mean? It completely, it completely disregards the series. Sam Raimi never even fucking watched the series, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> I liked all, Well, I mean, I liked all the Sam Raimi touches personally. I dug it. So, I, I mean, I was never a huge Doctor Strange fan. So when all this weird shit starts happening, I'm into it because uh, then I don't have to hear so much from Doctor Strange. <laughs> I thought you might say that. I thought you yeah. might say that. Oh, we have a, a comment here. Lore Master. What's up, Lore Master? Doctor Strange 2 was goofy as hell. It's <laughs> a good way of putting it. I mean, yeah, a Doctor Strange movie where you're barely even thinking about Doctor Strange is a problem. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love Doctor yeah. Strange, and I love I love Scott Derrickson's Doctor Strange. But I, I understand now, and I'll leave it at this because I know I've beat this horse to death. But now I understand that, that I've seen the movie and and that Scott Derrickson read Mike Waldron's script and went fuck this, and I'm leaving. <laughs> went and made black uh, film. I I know that I figured that's why Aaron would like it because I know he would enjoy Sam Raimi's point of view on it, and that he wasn't a big Doctor Strange fan either, Travis. So. The problem, I think you're right. And even without your opinion of it, it it's just so Raimi-fied. Mm -hmm. Big time. Uh, jump scares and uh, I, it's okay to take an MCU movie and have it be like the horror version of it, but it's got to be the right content too. Could have been awesome if Derrickson had done it. I think a, a horror, I mean, I love the idea of a horror, of a horror um, Marvel movie, but I mean, just an, another woman splattered in black blood, another deadite. You know, I'm just like, uh, come on. I like that it was gory at times. Like, it took a little bit more risk in that department, I thought. Like, even with the eyeball monster early in the film being stabbed through the yeah. eyeball. Like, oh, okay, cool. I like that. But, but then it, yeah. But then there's just. It had its moments. It had its moments. Yeah. Okay. Moments wise, yeah. When they're in the final dimension, they're in sort of. And. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, Obviously, spoilers. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. Run away now. Run away. But all three of us have seen this, so we're talking about it. Charles Xavier shows up in his yellow. That was cool. Cover. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And it's fucking old man Patrick Stewart. That was sweet. And then Reed Richards. Is, was that? Am I crazy? Was that John Krasinski? 100%. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I wasn't crazy. That beard was so good. And like, he looked... I was like, this is like, that was a huge revelation. See, that was stuff I had no idea about. And for a moment, I for forgot me. that I was watching that movie. It was all spoiled. Oh, I knew, I knew every single, I mean, just from fucking Twitter. 
Oh, I didn't uh, have any clue at all. It was all I went in totally blind. Yeah, me I knew, too. I knew, I knew every single every single cameo. That was part of the reason I guess I was pissed. And that's not the filmmaker's <laughs> fault. <laughs> no, that's not the filmmaker. So I'm glad you said that. That was cool, man. That whole crew up there. And then, you know, with uh, Peggy being uh, the British version. I, yeah. I loved all that shit. And even though they all, they all died, of course, I knew they would because that's just what would happen there because they're in a different dimension. There's no stakes. And I hate that shit too, but whatever. Yeah. It's just part of this. That. That's part of the end game thing too. That I knew everybody would come back, and that's just how it goes. But uh, I just thought it was questionable. Last thing I'll say about Doctor Strange too is the motivations of Wanda. They make sense, and I don't really have a huge beef with it. But it starts to drag when like things get more and more intense, and she's becoming so engrossed. Now, there's also the fact that she's been taken over by this book, right? This devil's the, the evil cult book thing. Yeah, the, the dark hold. The, the Necronomicon from Sam Raimi. The fucking Necronomicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. So, whatever. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. You got to watch it. But boy, I. I've rarely been so disengaged by the end of an MCU movie on the first watch. The first watch. That's pretty rare. So, you know, Thor Dark World sucked, but I wasn't even that disengaged for that one at the end. So, anyways, uh, yeah, so I, I've kept up on that, and I'm going to watch The Eternals and then the uh, couple other, you know, watch Moon Knight and Hawkeye. I'm going to watch those, catch up uh, there, and then I'll be up to date on everything as far as I know, and then I'll go Miss- see Thor Love and Thunder. Miss Marvel's last episode airs next Wednesday, so you could catch up. Oh, on that. even better. Then I'll catch up hey, on that too. Miss uh-huh. Marvel, hey, thank you, Miss Marvel. Thank you, Wonder Man. Uh, all right, so I think I caught up there. And just to double check on everything else that I watched, I'm a good boy. I think I'm good. I think I've watched oh. movies and I've done my job as a person who is a co host on <laughs> a show about movies. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, not wrong. It's good enough for me. Uh, I got a lot of movies to watch still, and I'm going to get back in that group a bit. I'm, I'm heating up on the movie watching, so stay tuned. Next week's show could be exciting. Uh, Aaron, you have control of the board now. Uh, what have you watched recently? What would you like to recommend on your latest show appearance? We watched Old School last night. because uh, <laughs> It was like a fourth episode or a third episode or something was on that movie. That's still funny. Like It's just funny. We did we old school. That was one of our first episodes. Uh, really? You chose shit. it. Wow, that's hilarious. Sorry, sorry, and I didn't <laughs> <What>? know that. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's super funny still. Oh, we watched No Time to Die, which I enjoyed. Oh, I need but to see I, that. Well, I hadn't seen Spectre since it had come out. Like what? Like seven years ago. It's been forever. Yeah. So I was having trouble remembering what had happened. So I'm gonna have to go back and watch that so i can remember what happened in no time to die but i mean it's a good bond flick right it's all good we watched we went, went back and watched bubba hotep because that's fun okay yeah so um, a guy i worked with and never seen it so uh, we watched it together and it was uh it's pretty good I a little it. slow like i like it i remember really liking it but this time i was like uh i just kind of <laughs> liked it okay no, no. Uh, okay we, watched Prince, we also watched prince of darkness Love it. Uh, the classic. Love it so much. Um, yeah. One of the and best then, scores. One of the best scores that Carpenter did. Yeah. And it, I, he always remind because I remember, it reminded me of, um, remember that, that guy, Marilyn Manson? He had a band. He yeah. had put out a single in like 92, 93 or something called Lunchbox. That, fa- that famous collector of Nazi memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
He put out a single for a lunchbox song, and he also covered Gary Newman's "Down in the Park" in that. And when he okay. did it, he put that message like in the song. It was in the song. Oh yeah, from yeah. the from the movie. That yeah. makes I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Someone had to use that. Uh, we watched Breaking Two. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> Breaking One was not. Did you know? Here's a a little bit of trivia for you for Breaking Two when he does the dance scene when he's sweeping the house and he goes on the ceiling and everything. The ceiling. That's the same room they used in A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, oh, to do the blood, the blood, blood yeah. the blood room when she's on the ceiling. Yeah, that's cool. Same prop. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That's a fun fact. Um, I think that's all the older stuff we watched. We watched a bunch of series. Of course, I watched Obi Wan Kenobi, and it was really kick ass. Yeah, straight up. Oh, it was. I haven't it seen it. Don't spoil me, but uh, these guys have seen it and said they were not big fans. Yeah, I, t- I stopped oh. watching it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. Liked it a lot. It was. Um, but I mean, it, it really messes with the fact that uh, you know, in a New Hope, Princess Leia's like talking to Obi Wan like she never met the dude before ever. <laughs> but apparently, they had a big adventure together. Yes, so apparently. It's kind of dumb. She does name her son Ben, which that makes (laughs) sense now. Yeah. Um, But I liked it just because I like seeing uh, lightsaber fights. So uh, Lightsabers are cool. It's true. Uh, (laughs) We watched, we started watching Mind Over Murder, this documentary on HBO. Pretty crazy. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, uh, we we went in the theater and we watched Buzz Lightyear. How was it? Ah. It was dumb. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> my five year old liked it because oh. it was, you know, just cartoon. Well, he's he's your, your boy, dude. Well. He's yeah. your yeah. he's your boy. I mean, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> but uh, I looked up the score because uh, I'm looking up reviews later. It's like this people can't like this, right? They don't. <laughs> like nobody likes this movie. It's bombing pretty hard. It's got it. Well, it's got just got like a typical no plot. Like it's just a bummer. They should have left it like some mystery behind Buzz. Because <laughs> now he's just an idiot. Uh, oh, well. The Batman, we watched The Batman, which love was it. overall, I loved it until it got to the end, and then it had four endings that they didn't want to cut. So we had to watch four separate endings at the end. And then we also had to watch uh, Batman cruise on his bike, on his motorcycle for no reason for like two minutes at the end. I was, I was really like, why isn't this movie over? It was a Michael why? Clayton shot, man. What are you talking about? Jesus. That was a Michael Clayton shot right there. Yeah, well, it was the worst waste time. <laughs> we could have did three wow. scenes before that. Uh, disagree. That really brought it down for me. We watched Nighthouse, which was just okay. Oh, I loved it. Fun. Yeah? Well, uh, I loved the song. I really liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was just okay. I mean, uh, what's her name? Rebecca Hall? Yeah. She's a really good actress. Yeah, she's a really strong actor. Um, and then, of course, we watch the Stranger Things. Of course, which is wh- whatever. Everybody knows about that. <laughs> yeah, I should have mentioned that too. Stranger yeah. Things. The last two episodes dropped recently. Um, it was yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, it, they pro- I don't think they should have paused between. I think they should have just let them all out at once because it was. I kind have of no weird. idea what was it about. I have no idea, and they could have broken them up into regular episodes too, but they made um, yeah two movies. I don't. I don't understand. But whatever. They should have yeah. released them all at once because it felt a little anticlimactic to like because like the whole thing was going, and then like you finally got to the end. It's like oh okay, well now we're done. I heard they did that to like stir up viewership because Netflix is losing numbers. 
don't know if that's true or not. But I don't know, but it's uh, one of the best seasons yet. Yeah. We started watching Breaking Bad again. Yeah. I hadn't watched it since it came out, so that was fun. And then finally, we wa- I watched X. I think I talked to you that night. You did. Um, when I watched it. And uh, I thought it was overhyped and not very good. Well, I've heard nothing but great things from everyone else. So I'm going to adjust my expectations and watch yeah. it anyway and tell you what I think. Please do. I think people, I don't know when I was reading what people were saying, uh, fresh and innovative is what I was hearing, and that's not what I was seeing. So, mm. Let's see. Oh, uh, man. Buzzkill. Yeah. Russell. <laughs> Russell's here. Good evening, gentlemen. Just drop in and say hello. Going to hang up and listen. Okay, Russell. Great to see you, my brother. Hope you're well. As always, if you haven't seen Bully, make sure you check out Bully. <laughs> Fine. Uh, t- I'll take uh, I'll take my answer off the air. Let's see. That's right. You ever seen uh, Bully, that- Aaron? Bully? The movie Bully? I've yeah. never seen it either. Yeah. Okay. You have. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Mm. I saw that one. You ever see that movie Elephant? Yeah, I've seen that. It's yeah. a... Uh, the school shooting movie that Van Zandt did. Van Zandt. Yeah. Pretty it's gnarly. Tough one. Those movies it's are gnarly. One. They are gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> tough, tough road That's to hoe there. That's, That's all you it. watch? That's all I've done. That's it. That's it? That was a shitload. That's, you're doing great, man. Keep yeah. it up. You're watching a lot of content. <laughs> you're doing good. America's proud of you. You're consuming at a proper rate. Yes, good hey, job, you know consumer. Mike, we need to give a shout-out to Robbie for coming on last episode again. I wanted to thank him one more time for, for coming on. He did a great job. It was yeah, awesome. of course. Robbie Baseball is the man. That's not his real name, but we just call him that. He's a former chef, and we did our first-ever Fast and Furious viewing. I'd never <laughs> seen that movie, the original. Have you ever seen the Fast and Furious, Aaron? If so, how many of them have you seen? All of them. All of them? Even Hobbs wow. and Shaw? Yep, but not until about three years ago. Oh, we just okay. went on a bender with them because it's <laughs> yep. stupid. It's just stupid. yeah. I Remember when the pandemic one. was happening and we just spent all our time indoors? Yeah, just a lot of, uh, <laughs> that's true. A lot of watch that's ex- whatever's there. Hey, I need to make a. I need to make a. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Contraction. Yeah, apology? That's it, a contraction. I need to make a contract. Remember last episode? I, I I was like, I think another state or I think stakeout was like why Bro- the Buena Vista distribution company started. Mm. Like that was so false. That was so wrong. I was off by like <laughs> 30 years. And not only, not only was I wrong, the first movie was a movie called the living desert, which I re- literally wrote part of my master's thesis on. So like, <laughs> I really should have known this better, but I just wanted to, uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> I wrote about like Disney and environmental film, like the the early Disney um, nature's nature films is what I wrote about. So <laughs> I don't know where I got the stakeout was the beginning of Buena Vista, but I had to issue that retraction. Sometimes I just let you talk, and whatever comes out of your mouth, you know. I mean, sometimes it's bullshit, guys. Check me. I gotta admit, I didn't know as much about the origins of Buena Vista. I'll be honest about that. <laughs> My so. brain was like, oh, here's a random factoid that's wrong." Anyway, but well, yeah, I appreciate was, the contraction, and it was awesome having Robbie on. He was a good sport when I was mean to his movie. He was. He took it well. He's also a aficionado of the show. He appreciates the show. So he's hearing this at some point, Robbie. Robbie, we well. salute you. And you're a good Canadian, not an American though. Canadian. All right, oh, it's yes. time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, these days, you know. <laughs> society and stuff it's time to get into our main event it's time to focus in now it's time to really take one film in particular and just 
go into it and see how we end up at the end. It's, does it hold up or not? Thor Ragnarok. So he's gone. It's a shame I would have liked to have seen that. You must be Hela. And Thor, son of Odin. Really? You don't look like him. Perhaps we can come to an arrangement. You sound like him. Neil. Beg your pardon. Neil. Before your queen. I don't think so. possible darling you have no idea what's possible i had to spell it several times for uh, creating our youtube links and stuff i have a really good firm grasp on the spelling of ragnarok now i had the <laughs> o and the a mixed up that was my original mistake so good it ends got, ends up ragna ragna rock yeah rock that makes sense actually so mm. all right phonetics this, yeah so this was the third installment in the Thor series, which is in the overall Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it was a four-year break. The previous Dark World was 2013. Can you believe oh. Alan Taylor of Sopranos fame directed that fucking movie? Can you believe that? It seems like so bizarro world to me. The guy that many well, saints of Newark. I mean, it's so far afield from everything else he's done. I will say that though the Dark World was panned, yeah, uh, it actually makes it makes a little bit of sense because technically it doesn't look bad. It's just a shit movie. So I guess I I could get on board with that a little bit. But yes, it it's still surprising. Yeah, no, it does I saw look that good. movie. Couldn't tell you what it was about. I saw it. No, no, it that's did. the problem. Don't with remember that movie. anything about it. It's a mess. It's Loki a nice supposedly mess. dies in that one. Spoiler alert. Yes, but it's old enough where I don't feel shy about saying that because <laughs> if you've seen Loki, be- that yeah. We all spoil alerts TV. from here. Out, oh yeah, so. I do remember right, that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's not, that's like his thing now. It's a running gag that Loki dies and he's always around still. So, anyways, yeah, Thor: Dark World was shit upon. So, director of this movie, Thor: Ragnarok, Taika Waititi was brought in. Mm-hmm. He had a nice little run with the movie that I think is hilarious uh, that he did with Sam Neill and the kid who ended up playing uh, the Deadpool two flame throwing character. Yeah, uh, Julian. I always forget his name. Julian something. He's good. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Taika Waititi's uh, first foray into action of any kind, really. I mean, I guess there's some action-y type stuff in what we do in the shadows. Uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. There's a, yeah, a little bit too. Yeah, but you're right. It's not fine. Like, yeah, not like huge, sprawling giants fighting wolves and that kind of shit. Right. Um, this is yeah. big, big tent pole again, budget film. And yes, Taiki Watiti was brought in to direct this, changed the pace of the series, starring Chris Hemsworth, of course, as Thor. And there's no Natalie Portman in this one. And you've got Jeff Goldblum playing yep. the Grandmaster. And of course, Tom Huddleston. Uh, this, I feel like this movie really kicked off the latest. Or maybe you guys would disagree with this, that the Jeff Goldblum renaissance has kind of always been there. But I feel like this movie took him to another level for people who didn't know him as well in certain oh, generations. Oh, sure. Yeah? Sure. Okay. okay. My, my, still, my favorite skit on Portlandia is the Not Store with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, that was, Love it. So that was good. funny. Is that K-N-O? 
Yeah, the knot store. Okay. okay. All right. I, haven't, I haven't seen artisan, that one. He sells artisan knots. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you got to go watch it. Yeah, it's funny. I never really watched Portlandia. I know it's a huge deal, but uh, okay, that's good to know. They get them. They get them this way by uh, by uh, jamming them into their pockets. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, okay, so yeah, so it stars. A, it's got a great cast, and of course, uh, Loki's played by the usual Loki master and Tom Hiddleston. Mark Ruffalo's back. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert: as the Incredible Hulk and uh, Hemdall with Idris Elba. So you got a big, and you got Carl Urban playing this Scourge character in this Kate one. Kate Blanchett is a first female villain in the MCU. That's, That's huge. pretty awesome. That's yeah, and her is amazing. I love it. Uh, yeah, she's always got a you know. How many times does she do this in the movie? Uh, it looks awesome every time she does it. Although she looks a lot like B- Kate Beckinsale in, in Underworld. Uh, oh! This movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. She does, right? I mean, it's She's true. The, the Kate confusion. British, <laughs> Kate, black I, hair. Oh, I think Kate Beckinsale is Australian. I could be wrong. Oh, shit. Well, I actually, don't. I think it, I'm going to be honest with you. Australian, too, actually. Oh, here we go. Know. Get ready for another contraction or whatever. Uh, yeah, don't quote Cancellations. me on that. Yeah, don't quote me on that shit. By the way, uh, Zachary Levi's in this movie. <laughs> Unrecognizable <laughs> dies unceremoniously. And he's I had still no idea. <laughs> I see this movie a few times. This is the first time I recognized it. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Okay. He took over for another actor for Thor Dark World 2 and was like, oh, I get to be in the MCU. I get to finally be a superhero. <laughs> He's in like the most panned of all MCU movies and then dies. And then like after like two seconds on screen in the third <laughs> one, it's rough. <laughs> Rob. Poor bastard. Uh, Tessa Thompson as the Valkyrie, who, uh, by the way, gets totally sidelined in the follow-up, you know, with uh, Endgame and, event- and Infinity Wars. It's like, oh, well, oh yeah, you're... four movies. I mean, she, she I know, shows up but, in them, but I expect uh, to see it's... more of her in, in Love and Thunder. If she's sidelined in Love oh, and hell, Thunder, I'll yeah. be pissed. In Endgame, I mean, what, they got like 50 fucking characters they got to juggle here. I mean, you know, it's... Okay, okay, okay. You're right. Maybe that's a bit harsh on my part. I'll 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 retract that statement. I will. Okay. I'll retract Retractions it. galore today. Retractions galore. Of course, Doctor Strange. We just talked about Doctor Strange hey, guys, is briefly you know in this film. Before you move on, uh, uh, both ladies from a Thor movie, Natalie Portman and a lady you just mentioned, are both in that movie, Annihilation. Yes. Ah, yes. Good movie. A movie I saw for the first time at your house. Yes, you you spoke highly of it. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Uh, Aaron's house, yeah. Uh, yeah. Clancy Brown plays the intro devil guy, too, by the way. Good voice yep. over there. Sure. So. Uh, and then, of course, Anthony Hopkins is Odin. So yeah, it's a huge that. cast. I mean, it's really, and, and Taika Waititi himself, we didn't mention him, as Korg. Of course, as Korg. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. So, new, uh, good luck. Good luck, I'm new a, Doug. I'm a pile of rocks. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bean. I'm an entity. <laughs> new Doug always makes me laugh. It's yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, He's got yeah. good comedic timing. All right. Uh, so Travis, first time you saw this movie, it's not that long ago, so I'm yeah. sure you recall. I mean, I mean, this was this was one that, like, I mean, as you and I were discussing before we started, you know, before we hit record, I I typically see the first viewing of every Marvel movie that I possibly can. So this was one that I caught in theaters on a Thursday night, and uh, you know, w- w- and I was in, I was living in. In Philadelphia at the time, I used to be about a mile from a movie theater. I could walk there. That was great. So I walked Very to my, close. my regular theater and I went and saw my, you know, my Marvel movie. And I, my expectations were low. I mean, I was familiar with Taika Waititi a little bit. Um, but, you know, the first two Thor movies were big bombs. And I mean, they were okay, but they were nothing to get excited about. And so my expectations were kind of low. And I remember like, you know, starting the movie and being like, oh, this is it's a comedy what's going on here and then by the end i was like this is at the time i'm like this is the best of the market 
it was the best at the time. You're right. I mean, before Endgame and Infinity War and that phase finished up, there's no doubt about it. Am I wrong? Uh, my timeline's so messed up in my memory, I have no idea. Was this before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or after? It was after the second one. Or after the, the second yeah. one. Yeah, the first two. Still don't hear you, Travis. I know you're unmuted, but I'm not hearing you. Press your button. Press your button, Travis. I'm sure you to help you. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't hear you. Go ahead, Aaron. Sock. Say words. Oh, uh, yeah. We went to see this movie, of course, in theaters down at the uh, Annapolis uh, Mall there. In, uh, the mall yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, the mall one. The mall one. Not Sometimes the... you go to the, the cinema um, over by the... The Egyptian... Wait, the, it's like Egyptian-themed the Egyptian, one? The Egyptian one. Over that by uh, the, the Mills? The, yeah, yeah. Arundel Mills. Arundel Mills. But I'm pretty sure we saw this in Annapolis. But it was fun. Can you, can, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. You want to finish up what you were talking about? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, do you want to finish up? Oh, no, I had no idea what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) You gave us a gist. Yes, uh, it was the best movie in the MCU when it came out at the time before Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah, Yeah, I I mean, I I didn't like the the second one at all. The first one I thought was just kind of okay. But this one was, uh, I had had lowered expectations in the... uh, I had a real good time. It's a real good. It was a good movie. It's fun to watch. What can you say? I've seen it like five times. Yeah, I, it came out. I had just moved because it came out in November 2017. I had just moved into your place actually the month before, and I think I saw it at the Dollar Theater a, a little bit later. I got slight delays on everything. A lot of sleeping uh, during those times, yeah. as Aaron yeah. could attest to. I often forget. Yeah. Wait, you're talking about you're living with Aaron at the time. Yeah, I, oh, okay. before I lived with you. Yeah, I was. Uh, 2017, I popped over to Maryland, yeah, yeah. And, uh, started my life track, get my life back on track. Sorry, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for this man. That's no bullshit. So I know we don't get serious on the show, but that's a fact. So he deserves credit for that. And I want to give him praise for that. But yeah, so I think oh, I saw it in a dollar theater. I really did. But I was glad I saw it. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We're on, we're on a new tip here. Like Travis said, this, it was, it was totally unexpected to me. So that's a good thing. It is. Uh, Rating on this movie, the IMDb rating. Does anyone know the answer? Because I always want to know. I didn't. Look. I look it up. I, I didn't, didn't look, look either. I'm guessing it's high. Yeah, but I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's like an eight high. I'm gonna say seven point nine. Oh. Eight. I go eight. I, I think it. I think it'd be like an eight point one. I really do. I'm, oh, wow. I'm gonna I go eight point one. There's always people that shit on Marvel movies. You know, there's always like. There's always people that hate Marvel movie. You nailed it, Travis. Travis, seven point nine. Well done. Not quite that, that. That I mean, it belongs in that rarefied air, I think, in the eights. But uh, you know, Marvel seven point nine haters. basically is an eight, though. So. That's huge. That's huge for a Marvel movie. That's huge for any movie. Seven point nine is really good. Oh yeah, I assume one of the like the Infinity War or Endgame probably got an eight. Those are both. Assume. Yeah, those are both in the eights. Okay, even if they don't deserve it. But hey, oh, okay. Oh, oh Infinity War does, but yeah. okay, oh. controversial. Yeah. Endgame, you know, maybe got some issues. Put us on a time, I'm, uh, you know, time warp. I'd say I, I like it. I, th- I don't think it's as good as Infinity War, but I do like it quite a bit. I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, Infinity War is such a again. Like, I think that Marvel at this point is strongest when it surprises you. It's strongest when it when it bucks against itself because it, you know it can kind of get a little formulaic, a little typical. If you will, <laughs> um, <laughs> there it is. But uh, it's I, when when it bucks against itself. I think it's when it often hits gold. I agree. Uh, 
What do, what do the uh, reviewers think? They liked this one, well, didn't they? On RottenTomatoes.com, 93% from the critics. That's a big, big positive thumbs up from the critics. Huge. 87 from the crowd. They're right behind them. Very tight, very tight-knit oh, between the critics and the people who are not critics, even though they can be, even though they don't get paid for it. We're all critics now. Yeah, yeah. yeah you click a are. button, you're a critic. Hey, button <laughs> clicker. All right, so let's see what the critic people said. We're always looking for Dezin. We're always looking for goody coots. Uh, Aaron, do you have a favorite critic? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dustin was retired by this point from the, from at least from the, the film reviewing. Uh, we might get some Bill Goody Coons. I like that. Those really, guys that write for the Onion, they they write some good reviews sometimes. I never They're funny. Onion review. Those think. guys, the Onion reviewers, are very special. The Onion reviewers. Now, there's a ton of reviews for this one because it's more recent. Yeah. And okay. uh, let, let's just try this. How about this one, Johnny Gazemonic? Johnny okay. Monic from Fanboys of the Universe. Which isn't to say the film isn't often genuinely funny, exciting, and entertaining. It just isn't the full-on upheaval and rebirth that a film called Ragnarok needs to be. That doesn't um, make sense. I disagree. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I think it absolutely overhauled the character and, and took, a, took a dull character that people were indifferent about and turned him into a... a a funny fan favorite that with a you know with a with a deep history. But, I like what you're saying there. Uh, how about uh, Catherine Monk from Express.com? Good old Catherine Monk. Reality is something we readily put aside when watching a Marvel outing, but Thor Ragnarok is little more than a grocery store genre cake, industrial <laughs> formula, and A-list talent. Enveloped in an unnatural green screen icing. Woo! <laughs> you looking for an indie film here? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, that's she's really stretching for that one, wasn't she? That was a negative review in case you were scoring home. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, Salon.com. Matthews Rosa said, audiences seem to be smart enough these days to know a good movie when they see it. Okay. And to avoid a bad before. flick... It did, yeah, it did work before. And to avoid a bad flick, despite Hollywood's best efforts to pull a fast one on them. I don't even know what he's saying. There's Is that a review? A, that's, that's not a part, review. That's, that's why I know. Audiences are smart these days. Smarter than they used to be. So much smarter so that they can see stuff. <laughs> that sounds presentist. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's uncool, dude. Uh, how about the Atlantic's Christopher Orr? Perfectly acceptable as an action movie, but inspired as a comedy, which is probably where the Thor franchise should have been aiming from the start. All right, finally we're getting there. Someone being nice. <laughs> <laughs> is is that where it should have been from the start, Travis? I, oh, I mean, you know, I Kenneth Branagh, I think, approached the first film in a way that made perfect sense to him. I mean, like he, you know, this. It's, hi, Laz. Um, he, he, he makes like, he makes like these like Shakespearean kind of overtures with the character and with the scenery and like, it's all, it makes sense to like, you know, it's, it's authentic. Taika Waititi did this movie with, uh, like in some of the interviews or at least one of the interviews I read that he did, he's like, oh, I was just kind of, you know, disregarded the previous movies, disregarded the character in a lot of ways, just kind of did my own thing. And like, it, and, and ordinarily I don't think that would be a good thing, but it works here. 
Good call. Need to, to be reinvented, and he did. That's a good call. I want to make this local for Aaron. Uh, Roxana Hadidi of Chesapeake Family Magazine. Aaron, you a big fan of Chesapeake Family Magazine? I think he's engaged. At, Aaron's actually at work right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I should, uh, the yeah, Thor franchise gets an exhilarating jolt of energy with Thor Ragnarok, which is wacky, weird, and wonderful. A singular vision from director Taiko Watiti. So there you go. Yep. Director Taika gets his due. Taiko Watiti. Fun, fun name to say. I like it. Yeah. So you've already mentioned it. This movie changed the direction of the franchise within a universe that exists where Thor could be in different movies that aren't his own. So... Uh, when yeah, we talk MCU movies, how do you separate them from the overall universe, or do you not do that at all? Because that's just not what you do here. What do you What do you mean? I'm like, not sure. What... Do you? I mean, you're not a critic. I'm not a critic. Whether we are critics, we have critical eyes. But so there's no need for us to be like, okay, this is a Thor movie, and we must separate it from the MCU. And anything that Thor's done in other movies has nothing to do with this film. Like. Why, why would we have to do that? Does that well, matter? We don't have I to don't do think... that because I mean, yeah, this, this again, like Thor is changed after this movie in infinity war and especially in Endgame. Like, I mean, I, I'm not always crazy about the, his depiction in Endgame, um, and how his, his struggles with trauma and that kind of stuff kind of get turned into a joke, but, um, he is still funny in that movie and lame and, fat jokes too, though. There, he's the butt of the joke but he's also funny himself in the movie like when he's like after noob master uh 69 and that kind of <laughs> stuff like he has like his own funny plenty or when of his he sees his mom book. i'm totally for the future <laughs> <laughs> right and That's like so like, yeah so like chris hemsworth as I, as I understand it chris hemsworth by the time thor ragnarok was getting made was like look I'm kind of eyeing the door. We need to either overhaul this character and like have him be less stodgy or I'm going to bail. Um, and, and they listened to him and they let him be funny and more natural and that kind of stuff. So like, I think that also Hemsworth had to get clout to demand this more or less. And Marvel, I think also on their, you know, on their own, the studios were probably like, well, the first two are pretty big misses when all the other major Avengers movies were doing pretty well, even if they weren't like great movies, they did well theatrically. So, I mean, I think that I think it was a marriage in that the studio and Hemsworth both were like pushing for a redirection here. And Taika Waititi happened to be the right person. And then also it's the closest we've gotten thus far to like a Hulk movie with Mark with Mark Ruffalo because he's like this is a buddy movie in a lot of ways. In fact, another in in that same Hollywood Reporter interview I read that with Taika Waititi, he he called this after hours in space, which makes a bunch of sense. (laughs) That's funny. That's a that's a fresh take. I like it. Uh, Aaron, you're back from work. Uh, how do you feel about... Do you... Do you <laughs> I hear that guy talking. What's he saying? Yeah, what's he talking about? Is he talking about Marvel movies? Yep, they just can't get enough. I'm sorry about that, fellas. Hey, you know, society's got issues, Aaron. It's not your fault. Quit your job. Uh, do a podcast. Society has issues. Quit your job. Do a podcast. That's funny. Yeah. It would be a good decision in Aaron's case, for sure. <laughs> yeah, to uh, guest host. <laughs> Uh, we're just talking we're just talking about how this movie is this movie this movie's funny funnier than any yes. other Thor movie and uh it, do you find this movie to be left out loud hilarious or is it not that funny is it overrated no not overrated i think it's i mean it's it's funny i laughed out loud you know seen it for the third or fourth time it's clever you know it's clever it's got a clever script little uh you know one-liners here and there which are great like scattered little 
fun pieces. Is it a buddy movie though? Him and the Hulk? Is this a buddy no. film? No. Ooh. I don't, say, I, I don't say at all. Okay. Like I mean, they, yeah, I don't know. They it wasn't so much a buddy film. They had the they brought in the conflict of like it's the Hulk and not Banner, right? So yeah, there's some conflict, and they had some resolution, I guess, because he turned into a different person. But that's about it, as far as I can see. Yeah, maybe that's true. I mean, he buddies up with the Hulk, then he buddies up with Banner, he, and he buddies up with his brother, or Loki, a little bit. He buddies so maybe, up with Valkyrie. <laughs> he kind of buddies up with Valkyrie some, too. So, yeah, I guess, you, I mean, yeah, and after hours, um, you know, it's one person. So maybe that's, it does make sense. But uh, it is a funny, I remember like watching it in theaters for the first time, and like when he's hanging there in front of Surtur and like, and like turning around, like, oh, uh, uh, you know, I didn't finish. Yeah, like, they I'm set the tone there. I was like, yeah. I was I was so uncertain at first. I'm like, what is happening here? This is this is weird. And you know, but the, but but the movie, I was a little taken aback at first. Like I wasn't I wasn't so sure about the comedy at first. But but the thing is, for all of the our talk about like the funniness of this movie, it is shot beautifully, and the action sequences are amazing. Because like when when he's fighting the dragon, when he's fighting Surtur, and like and and. I mean, yeah, it's almost like iconography or something, man. Some of those shots are uh, really good. Yeah, yeah, they're very. I mean, it's extremely cinematic. I mean, it's very like st like still shots. I mean, to me, one of my very favorite moments in the entire MCU is the second time the immigrant song gets used when Thor is coming down onto Bifrost and he's like all caught in lightning. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's, I screamed it's, yes last yeah. night. I was like, yes! <laughs> and then you've awesome. seen it before. And I, and I did the same thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm like comple completely, it's literally, I think it might be my favorite MCU movie out of the out of the whole fucking thing. And partly because of it's so beautifully shot. Watiti does a great job. Well, I don't know what he's doing here, but you're right. There's a couple of samples where <laughs> that happens. They're like epic comic book posters yeah that's one example then the uh when loki grabs valkyrie's mind to recall the memory yes. the painful yeah. memory of losing her entire battalion of other valkyries and you get this slow-mo again mm -hmm. the uh, unicorns of flight and they're riding them and dying and the uh, Hela is shooting all of her spears which is Almost. her thing by the way all she really does is just shoot endless spears she has an endless supply of spears that's her yes that's her strength. It's almost Zack Snyder esque. Uh, in a, it in, is in a, in a, in a, only in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know like, what. So she has these. She's got. She's invincible. I suppose. Hella. Like, yeah. Hella is invincible. So long as she's at on rag, Asgard. On, on Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. Because yeah. this is this is a problem I had with the movie though. At one point we're told that her power comes from Asgard, so it gets stronger once she's there. But then she wants later, to leave. <laughs> well, yeah, and she wants to leave. But also that Valkyrie at one point says that um, Thor's power is tied to Asgard, and he doesn't seem to lose any power after. That. So it's like there's some because Asgard is a there. people. Right, but if That's that were right. the case, yeah. if, if that were the case, it wouldn't matter to destroy it because then Hela would still have the, her strength from the people, so she would beat Surtur. So, like, it didn't make sense either way. So that's, I think, a flaw in the film. Or you can just that's mentally use some gymnastics around and say that he took his Easily. strength from the people, and she took her strength from the land. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. Or you fine. could say right. that uh, you know he's leading all his people to death because in the next movie they all die basically. On the <sighs> ship. But hey, whatever you know. Yeah. Which that's my other <laughs> big problem with uh, with this movie. Um, well, be between the two movies is that it's confusing. 
for one, I, I don't like that. Like the movie ends and like, you're like, Oh great. What a good feeling. Like they got everybody out and like, they're, Nope, they're all going to die actually in the first fucking few seconds of the next movie that they're in. But they don't all die. Only half die because we learn in, uh, you know, in Endgame that, that Valkyrie has like been leading, you know, the Asgardians as they've resettled in the Norway, the, the new home, the new home. Right. But, you, but they show him blowing up the whole ship and it really makes it look like at the beginning of infinity war that he's killing every single Asgardian. And that's just a big disconnect that they never made any sense of. It's hard enough to make one movie consistent enough. So when you have a whole universe, you're just yeah. going to end up having holes and mistakes. And and I'm not excusing it. It's just, no, you're right. Shit. I, you, <laughs> you can pick apart movies alone. Then it's obvious that'll happen on a larger scale. But I think that's a good point too. I, uh, you know, the villains are always a big bugaboo for MCU. It's always, at least during up until this time, before Thanos and Endgame and Infinity War, villains were shit on a lot in a lot of the Marvel movies. So I'm curious uh, now, watching this movie again, because, you know, she, she does a fine job. Uh, her motivation is real simple, though. It's not complex. Something You know, Odin's got these sins of the past, right, that he did like a lot of leaders in real life do. They cover it up and the winners yeah. write history shit. Quite which, literally. Uh, I dig, I dig on that. A new fresco. Yeah, quite lit. That's right, <laughs> yeah. And uh, But then we find out, obviously, that he's been hiding secrets from the past. But the fact... So I guess I want to lean in on that. The fact that we go to Odin, who's in Norway, and Doctor Strange reveals his appearance after the fact. Why? Why does this have to happen now? Because he has to go with his wife, that's it? That's all they explain it to. I he's thought that dying. was kind of weak. He's dying. There's a little calm. The whole Doctor Strange. He, why would he die? Convoluted. It was just his time, bro. Like Yoda, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he was really old. He he couldn't live couldn't live the forever. Fucking... He, he clearly lived a long he couldn't time. Couldn't live forever. I thought he could live forever. <laughs> Do I misunderstand yeah, this? But I also yeah. got confused because <laughs> again, like the frescoes, the under fresco, like the fresco underneath, like when she goes and destroys the new fresco and reveals the true history. <laughs> Odin is revealed to be an old as fuck man with a white beard. So I'm like, wait, so he's like, how old is he? And are there no other Asgardians that are as old as he is too? Then I wasn't sure about that. And also, and also in the under fresco at one point it shows uh, Hela is wielding Mjolnir, the ha you know, his hammer. So I'm like, wait a minute. Mjolnir is only supposed to be wielded by someone who deserves to wield it. Who's like worthy of wielding it for one. So, Hella was worthy and then for two she destroys Mjolnir so like why would she destroy her own former weapon I mean I, was, I don't I, that didn't make unless it she wasn't lost Mjolnir. it I can see that because she I can see that it was worthy of her because at the time as she says she was Odin's executioner so in Odin seems to kind of set the parameters for Mjolnir too in a way which is weird but uh by having her be his executioner she's worthy that's a stretch but I'm just giving you a reasoning why that would happen. And then and then she's bitter because she lost her seat to this Thor who's got the hammer now. So I could see why she'd yeah. want to crush it. That actually makes okay. a little more sense. It does. And that's the end of my pickings at it. Because, I mean, you know, like you yeah. said, I mean, we have to. That was a huge know. deal, though. Yeah, I think Remember when it came out, the fact that she destroyed Mjolnir was like, whoa! I've told this story before, but like that to me is a perfect example of why I don't watch previews. Because when I saw that in theaters... I was wowed. I was amazed to watch Mjolnir be destroyed while the rest of the crowd was completely uh, like subdued because they'd seen it in the previews over and over again. But like, uh, that's a big fucking deal. And I love it afterwards. Huge. when He's on Sakaar and he goes to like 
goes to go call for it, and he has to realize, like, shit, it's not there. And then he gets easily taken down by a bunch of fucking bozos before Valkyrie <laughs> Moses comes in and just mows down 15 dudes or so to death in like one fell swoop. Violently. It's hard Violently. <laughs> It it's was hard. Hardcore. I noticed that in this viewing too. It's like shit. Wow, that was violent. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know why I didn't notice yeah. that before either. She like comes out, like throws away her forty, falls into like a corpse, and then gets up and murders like fifteen dudes. <laughs> There's some bad two hundred nine vibes on her uh, arm guns too. I thought of that when I was watching this time. Yeah, it's some uh, mecha shit she... <laughs> going on there. It's cool. <laughs> but it's also a funny bit. I laughed watching on this viewing. Yes, he loses at that time. But the other two times, they do the waiting for Mjolnir to show up. They do it with the beginning scene. He's, like, trying to time his... That's what heroes do, words, with Mjolnir showing up in his hand, and it doesn't quite get there. They make a comedy bit out of it. I laughed. That was that was a good bit. I, it was like, oh, well, yeah, maybe that would happen. You never know how long it's going to take for your weapon to travel eons or oh, even, was, I don't yeah. know, a couple of blocks. <laughs> that was funny. Like, you don't know... You're not always going to perfectly time your clever little thing. Yeah. You yeah, it's not. Hi, Les. <laughs> hey, we're still doing the show here, of course, Cinema 9 Podcast. We got one guy at work, so when he pops out, it's just because he's working. Hey, we all need a paycheck, guys. Uh, okay, so, uh, but back to the villain thing. Do you have any weaknesses with Hela as a villain, or do you, you approve? Um, I think that Hela is, it's it's a little confusing to me that, that she's so powerful because she comes, she shows up, and the first thing she does is she kill. You know, when she gets to um, to Asgard, she kills two members of the Warriors Three, uh, and like these are these guys were big deals in the comics, big deals in the first two movies, and they have like no lines; they just get murdered immediately. Which on one Best hand, the power is Zachary Levi, <laughs> right? And and, and uh, I'm blanking on the other dude's name, but he's famous too. Um, yeah, played Punisher Wars, Punisher Warzone. Anyways, um, so. On one hand, like if you're not if you are familiar with the characters, you're like, oh, so this it kind of shows you that she's she should be taken seriously. She she murders these like powerful people like with little qualm and very easily, kind of like uh, Wanda in in Multiverse of Madness, I guess. So on that and on that hand, it makes sense. But then she like kills the you know the 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 last of the warriors three and like a whole army by herself in like one go it seems like she's destroying like an entire army and then after she kills the entire army she goes and resurrects an army and i'm mm -hmm. like well what do you need an army for you just killed an army by yourself who are you gonna fight with this army i guess the, the asgardians yeah. that weren't soldiers but then she says like i missed you and i'm like oh she literally just missed her friends so she resurrects them so that it does track um but sure. i was like she's so powerful that i'm almost like I'm like what are you it's almost like she's almost too powerful yeah, I got that. But I mean, I didn't care because it was just like a, a fun romp. I was yeah. digging in too deep on it. Well, I never <laughs> noticed that shit until I sat down last night with a pen and paper. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't think about any of this shit before then. Okay, well, let's talk about Sakaar then. Sakaar's supposed to be this chaotic place where all the world's unwanted and lost things sure show up, not, right? Because you were found. Yeah. But love, love that. why is. Why is the Grand Master played by Jeff Goldblum, who everyone loves? He's got his little blue marker on his face, <laughs> and he's funny, and his commentary about, no, 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 about slaves. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, but Yeah, and yeah, Tessa Thompson's, or the Valkyrie's a slaver? That's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, but why the fuck, if this place, this place seems lawless as fuck. It I is. mean, it's very, very, 
It is. So how does one guy, I had a, my beef for this time was like, dude, why wouldn't somebody just like, fuck this guy? What, how would this guy gain so much control when all these people seem to be such individuals? What I've kind of get it is that he's, uh, this whole fun side of him is just like his facade. And he's probably some terrible, terrible person that's done horrible things to get where he is. And I was just kind of joking about it. (laughs) Yeah, he is. I mean, he's his cousin. (laughs) Right. With (laughs) little compunction, he melts his cousin with the melt stick. Um, Yeah, he is. I forget the name of what kind of creature he is, but he's from this rare, like, they're not called Eternals. What are they called? His brother is the Collector. Um, They're not Titans. They're not Eternals. They're not Celestials or something else. Or like, you know, these rare creatures that are like super powerful, super old in the Marvel universe. So he's been around when he says he's millions of years old. He's not kidding. Like he's he's literally that old. Um, and I think Jeff Goldblum is actually a pretty good uh, um, person to play him. Now, he doesn't look a ton like the like the Marvel character is gray and kind of more alien looking. But he, he the personality, I think he kind of hit it pretty well from what I from what I've gathered. I haven't read a ton of the uh, Grandmaster stuff, but what I do do is play the the phone game contest of champions, which doo-doo. is like the, the his doo doo, well, which is the gladiatorial arena thing that, that he has going on in this movie. It's this phone game uh, that's been out for years. I've been playing for like five or six years now. It's ridiculous, a daily daily fucking thing for me. So um, oh, for that that's reason, the game you play? yeah. So that. for that reason, I'm actually kind of familiar with the grandmaster through the game more than anything else <laughs> that's funny yeah. yeah you could unwittingly be a part maybe you are now travis you're unwittingly I you I'm didn't on know it. <laughs> my own way i'm on car <laughs> yeah well, so go blue's funny that's actually a good call aaron you're right he, it's a facade so he could be this sick twisted fuck who disarms people which is actually Sometimes, or at least initially, can be a common trait among people who are exploitative leaders. So sure. I guess that makes sense. It's a good call. Uh, so I don't have a beef with it. Uh, but no. why the? do we need the end cap where he gets killed? Is that necessary? Or is that just like, hey, let's wrap this up one more time? Does he get We're killed? Wrap up every, I mean, it shows I, that's the vibe I got. I don't, I don't believe that he gets killed there. First. I mean, again, I guess because based on what I know of the character, he's just too powerful to, to, to die, I think. But he, mm. he, they did kind of need to wrap up the revolution thing somehow because it was kind of a thread that they didn't finish up. So he at least loses po- control of Sakar, which is pretty obvious. Okay. Uh, the Valkyries. So the Valkyries are str- – I was unfamiliar with Valkyries, and they're part of Asgard, and I didn't really – it was a whole new thing to me. So I just kind of rolled with it the first time I watched it. Yeah. But now this being a viewing of many times over um, – I think sometimes her character motivations, I think her actually changing her mind doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. That's how I suddenly at the end of the movie, she's calling him your majesty and shit. I'm like, what a fucking minute ago you were yeah, you're complete, you're, you're, you're hurting him. <laughs> <laughs> I know they say time works differently on Sakaar and that's okay. But yeah, I don't know about that. That's yeah, a, I noticed. I got most too. of my knowledge from like Norse mythology from playing God of War that came out a few years ago. So. Yeah. You know, yeah. They ran through you know, a lot of stuff. Um, I actually shout out to Laura Michelle Diener at Marshall University. I, in my undergrad, I took a, a class on Vikings and like North mythology and stuff. So between this and the Northmen that I watched last week, I've really been like having to pull on my prosita uh, and kind of like all this all this stuff is coming back to me. Like, oh yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah, yeah, that they, they mentioned like Freda one time. Like they said Freda's name. I think Odin did once. Like Freda would yeah. be proud. Yeah, yeah, and he's yeah he talked yeah, he does. 
Odin talks about how his wife is calling him, but yeah, he doesn't. He only mentions Freya once. But yeah, there's not. There's there's still a lot of stuff in there. Fenrir is in there. Ragnarok itself is is direct from the Eda. Um, there's other stuff as well. Um, Bifrost, of course, <laughs> but that's always been part of Thor. But still, it was it was fun. I want to ask you. You know about this, Travis? I, I caught this this time. They show a panned up shot of like the tower that the grandmaster that hulk's so hulk's got his room that giant red room <laughs> it's like a kid's room yeah he bounces a ball and yeah. uh he's big and naked sometimes and he's got a skull just, whose skull is that? yeah yeah wow, exactly that's, well, that's a good question but my question was they show this shot of the panning up of this building and there's all these i noticed the hulk's figure and then i thought i recognized like another figure like there was another comic book figure in there that Maybe there were there was like Easter eggs that I didn't know about. I was just curious, yeah. maybe if you know what I'm talking about. I think yeah. that somebody told me they were um, like uh, Hulk baddies, like from the Hulk series. Oh, uh, I don't know if okay. that's true or not. But... I'm not sure. Yeah. I thought one looked like Thanos a bit, but I wasn't sure. I thought that Thanos one looked like the Hulk with his helmet on, but who the fuck knows? I, yeah, it was just a side note. If you don't know, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but let's talk about the Hulk in this movie. We haven't really talked about Ruffalo and the Hulk. Hulk I know like- that. Hulk like real fire, Thor like smoldering fire. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Aaron mentioned how there was the conflict brought in with the Hulk. So the first time I saw it and Thor goes, yes, when he's guy, if he knows from work, shows up. Such a funny line. And improv improv by a kid. Improv by. There was some I don't know. I don't know the full story behind it, but I know that there was a kid who would like won some contest or for some reason he was like on set when he wasn't supposed to be ordinarily. He was there for like one day and uh, they asked him like, what's you know, what what give us a joke? You know, because there's a lot of ad libbing going on throughout the movie. Uh, That's partly the the kind of natural feel of the conversations. And that that was what that that was what this kid threw out was. I know him. He's a friend from work. It's a fucking great line. I didn't know that. Okay. (laughs) Also. Thor is a god, right? Yes. He's the god of thunder. Not the lord of thunder. The god of thunder. So, Sparkle fingers. So this magical little button on his neck can disable a god? That's a little inconsistent. His power there. Again, like he's taken down by like a couple of dudes with a taser or 15 dudes and a taser right before that. But then he can have Hulk jump 60 stories down onto his face. Yes. Oh, my God. That would really pit. I'm like, here he comes. He jumped as high as Valkyrie was watching from her ship down right. into there. Right. And Thor is going to be knocked out temporarily. Yeah. I, I mean. And also, I, I'm, I'm not sure they did a great job of exp- I'm, I'm picking apart this movie a lot more than I thought I would, but I'm not <laughs> sure they did a great job of explaining why Hulk is fighting Thor. I mean, he doesn't even seem to recognize him when they're fighting at first, but he does when he when they're when he wakes up and they're in the uh, yeah uh, in the cool room together. It. He's cool. but did you ever like, watch these? I watched these cartoons as my kid. Where um, I think one time Iron Man and and Hulk went off to another planet because Hulk was being Hulk and he was just destroying everything. Yeah, and like uh, there's a whole Planet series Hulk. where Iron Man and Hulk was trying to get Hulk to calm down. They just beat the shit out of each other for a whole series. <laughs> yeah, I think it was called Planet <laughs> Hulk, right? Yeah. Um, it's so okay, so cool when yeah, it's his guy from work, and he doesn't want to fight him, and then he begrudgingly has to because he has to survive. And also, you get the I don't know what they call it, but you get basically get the the Thor costume with the it's like the yeah, running the, Viking the gladiator kind yeah. of thing. The, the, that was sweet. I remember the first time I saw that. And that was even sweet when I watched it. I kind of had a yes moment for me, Aaron, when he looks, I watched it last He night. looks better with short hair, too. Let's be honest. He does. 
You're right. Yeah, he does look better. Uh, the Everything Podcast says, we love Marvel and we love Ragnarok. We're hoping Love and Thunder lives up to Ragnarok. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I hope it does too. I hope it does too. Reteamed up. I mean, it's the same crew, the same same cast and crew. So, I mean, I'm going to go in not thinking it'll be as good as Ragnarok, but I would expect it to be in the same vein. Yeah, real quickly, I somehow I saw a few commentaries about how it was being shit on by the critics, a few critics, and I don't even know who Thunder? they were. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it was getting lambasted. I don't even know where I saw this. So, obviously, this is not something that holds up dearly, but... I was like, oh, really? Wow, okay. That seemed like to have it shit on would be a shock to me. Shit on. Like, if it's okay, that that's doable. I yeah. could see that. But And you, you got you to gotta see how this plays out. Natalie Portman is in the movie. I know that. That's not a secret to me. I don't think anyone thinks that's a secret. No, I don't know what it happens. I have no idea about anything. I have zero, zero reference, which I'm going to keep. But uh, Trying to. Yeah. Uh, well, I, with, uh, the trailer I saw looked great. They had this like, whole retro wave style. Which I'm a big fan of. <laughs> well, that's, oh, I, I mean, that's actually a good movie. No, that you're right. That actually says a lot about this movie. The music is so 80s retro synthy, and it's yes. badass. Let's talk yeah, Mark Mothersbaugh for a moment. I forgot to mention this to you guys because when we set it up, we watched it last night. Um, my my old Onkyo finally crafted bed, so I bought a new one, upgraded 7.2 with the 85 inch screen, and it. I put two subwoofers on. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. that 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 sim, sim, uh, the symphony coming through. You hear these synth things coming that I never heard before, with that really great surround system. Just like this, yeah, synth blast. I noticed it too. I didn't notice it as much last time, and I don't have your nearly your system at all. But I did notice more of like the '80s synthy, like like when they show up at Sakaar for the first time, like it's like kind of epic and cool. What's funny is that you know I I I sat down while I while I was doing stuff actually I was standing, but I listened to the 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 score today, and it was funny because when I watch the movie when I think of the score I think of all the synth stuff and I think of all like the the kind of you know a, a retro electro stuff, but the score itself has a ton of kind of conventional Marvel yeah, type stuff ah! going on like a lot of the what you'd expect, but the those moments of uh of that retro flair are so thrilling. It really works so well with the color schemes and the whole yeah. vibe of the movie. It works really well. I was actually a little disappointed that Mother's Ball is not that he didn't come back for Love and Thunder. It's it's Michael Giacchino, which we know he can Ooh, do a superhero yeah. movie uh, scores. He did the Batman, Batman and, and No Way Home. So, and he's directing that Halloween feature, which blows my mind because he's got no history directing, but he's directing that MCU uh, Halloween special that's coming on Disney Plus in October. Okay. Uh, who do you guys think would be a better villain? Kate Blanchett as Hella, or I don't know who the or is. Ooh, so keep I us in suspense. Um, well, well, I but really yes, like uh, Blanchett, so I'm a big yeah, fan. Well, I'm, look, the the fact that they brought it back with uh, Surtar at the end that has to make Ragnarok happen, I I thought that was cool. I, I still dig that. I don't think that has a lot of holes in it. And like, oh yeah, you don't want it to happen, but it's the best thing for you. And the you needs to happen to kill Hella. So, yeah, I'm cool I, with that. I think one of the one of the interesting things happening with this movie is prophecy and the way it works. And you know, prophecies are often self fulfilling. I mean, Thor goes out of his way to make sure that he can stop Ragnarok. And he does that by defeating Surtur and bringing the fucking head and the crown to Rag, you know, to Asgard, right? 
So it can be stored directly next to the eternal flame that he's trying to get to. So there's like this mental mental disconnect that's taking place with Thor that he's not realizing that he's actually doing something that that if he thought about it would be extremely dangerous because he still thinks he's trying to stop not Ragnarok. Not he's blowing Surtur off because Surtur is telling him directly. It's already how, begun. What will happen? How <laughs> yeah. he will do it? It's already begun. He's like, oh, whatever. I'm the hero. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, he's got too much confidence, arrogance. Yeah, is what it is there. Also, uh, music-wise, we do get a brief snippet of the Willy Wonka theme when he's going through we that do. Willy Wonka-esque <laughs> entrance to see yeah. the Grandmaster in five seconds. Yeah, if you believe, uh, or yeah, which, the, if you want to see Paradise, well, it, it's it's yeah, a, it's uh, the universe's dumpster, right? So I mean, it makes sense that those snippets from Earth would make its way there. <laughs> the devil's versus dumpster, but <laughs> the devil's butthole, the devil's yeah, anus, I love the yeah. devil's butthole. <laughs> also, uh, so uh, Bruce Banner can fall from a ship like two hundred feet, not as the Hulk, and be fine when he hits the Bifrost. My yep. explanation in my head was that there's still some Hulk protecting him, even though it's not because he would he should be dead. Hey, that's better explanation <laughs> you can give the Black Widow. Hey! Oh, hey. hell yeah, dude! That's a great hands callback. off Black nice Widow. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, yeah, we won't even go there. By the way, so this was. Do you think the better villain would be Kate Blanchett as Hela or the God Butcher? Oh, um, God Butcher is is Gore the God Butcher, and that's Christian Bale is the villain in the new one. So I, I'm I'm wholly unprepared to say I have no idea. I've not watched any of the previews. I Christian Bale is a bad guy in the new one. Yes. Wow. Sorry for the spoiler, but I, that was no, that's pretty, not a spoiler. I mean, I don't. I still have yeah. no idea what it looks like or anything. So he I looks just, great. I I don't mind knowing who plays the main characters when it's the actors. Cause yeah. I just don't want to see anything, you know. So here, because well, they let my mind wander. Here's a fun fact that um, since Kate Blend or since uh, excuse me since Kate Bush has been enjoying some extra popularity because of Stranger Things of late, um, it's funny because unrelated to that, there was a Kate Bush dance sequence with Gore the God Butcher that was cut from uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, which I guess will probably show up on YouTube at some point. But there was a whole dance really? sequence with Christian Bale as a bad guy to a Kate Bush song. I don't know which one. Um, which is fascinating to me that that's so that that's the that's something that huh. they were gonna do so that's so my again like my expectations for this movie are like all over the place hot take meg Meyer <laughs> sings that song better than kate bush Ooh. Facts. Facts. it's a better song all around okay what, wait what are you saying okay. what about meg Meyer, she, she did she, she covered this song like six years ago or something oh well, the original's better sorry the original not chance better. Yeah, no thanks. Anyway, back to the core. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so oh, we, we've gone a long way on this. What else have we covered here? Uh, what else needs to be said? What else needs to be on the record? Uh, behold my stuff. Uh, that was funny. Like that. <laughs> and Troy. Yeah, we, we do need to touch on Carl Urban. Partly I feel like he was a little bit wasted in this character because he's so awesome, but he's so perfect to Scourge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, have you been watching The New Boys? Of course, it's maybe the, it might be the best season yet. It's so good. I yeah, I've never seen it, but I've heard good things. I've heard good things about the boys. Um, that shake weight, he's so, doing that shake weight. <laughs> yeah, or when the dragon's head comes in, like the eyes roll towards the girls, and they get up and run away. That is so. That's that's funny. good. Uh, yeah, you know, watching Doctor Strange. By the way, I didn't mention this about Multiverse of Madness. I thought some of the CGI was kind of shitty. Uh, which is mm -hmm. shocking for a Marvel movie because when I saw that dragon's head get cut off and come into the Bifrost room, that looked really good. I was like, I thought of that too. I actually use it as a frame of reference. 
But what is his? So is he? Oh, he almost gets away. Scourge almost gets away. He just co- cloaks up and he gets on with all the refugees to try to get away. And then he changes his mind by using Des. Des uh, what is it? Des, Des and Troy. Des and Troy. Des destroy. Troy. Okay. Des they and come Troy. Together, so, yeah. destroy. And by the way, uh, bullets. Do bullets work on evil god monsters? I don't know either. I just kind of let that question yeah, go. That was great. Whatever. Assault yeah. rifles are really powerful. It, yeah, they were also they sounded are. like full you, machine guns. Can you hold two different? Yeah, well, who cares? Well, he's I know super is that, strong. He's Asgardian. Yeah, I didn't really true. give a fuck when he but gave up his life, weight, though. Like, I, <laughs> the shake weight is a dated reference, too. That's funny. I yeah. still laugh at it, but it's like, wow, that was that's not something people are going to know about in like 40 years when they watch right. that movie. Yeah. No. Um, but oh, anyway, yeah, when he died, I didn't give a fuck. When he died, yeah, I was like, great, he died. Fuck this guy. And that's not Carl Urban's fault necessarily a Scourge. He does do a great job as in that role. He does everything he can do with the role. I just think, yeah. I don't know. I get a little bit of a, I didn't give a fuck when he died. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, or I do want to give a, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's kind of a villain, but he gets some redemption. I, I want to give some love to Heimdall. I mean, by taking the, the Bifrost sword, he does, uh, you know, it's a major plot device sure but it's also like a really brilliant move to keep her located on asgard they don't put a it's a minimal scene too it's just some being i mean we know it's heimdall but yeah not a lot of people might first time viewing that you might not know who that is necessarily well it's revealed later cut yeah it is revealed later but when that scene happens in the moment it's a cloaked guy taken by a frost sword and it's very brief so i actually like that because it's not spoon-fed to me and i always love when i'm not spoon-fed so thank you for that Mm. Mm. Yeah. Full credit to that. It was funny when Thor said it was a mutual dumping. <laughs> he got dumped. By <laughs> he did say that was yeah. a good line. Yeah, yes. he's he's fa- he's like a famous celebrity, and like people know his love life. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Getting selfies yeah. with him and stuff. That was pretty. Funny. And also, there's multiple. We haven't talked about. There's multiple stories going on here. Like you're jumping from Asgard to Sakar. Uh, they were on Earth for a while. Uh, we went and saw Odin in in Earth as well. There's a couple. And you've got Hamdahl's line where he's protecting people. So there actually is a triumvirate of stories there in a way, but it's handled well. Like I didn't have any problem with, first off, I like a lot of storylines. Some people don't like too many character stuff and too much going on in a movie. That never bothers me. And I do recognize though that it can be done poorly. Spider-Man 3 example, but I had no problem with that in this movie. And I I think that's actually a, a strength of the film. Yeah. I think they handled Spider. I think they handled No Way Home okay. I mean, but yeah, no, this Spider Man three. No, the oh, original. Oh, 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 yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Sandman yeah, yeah. and everybody. Sorry, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that makes more sense to you now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. The the the, the, the Sam Raimi movies that he did a a decent job directing as a as a Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him, him those. That's I'll funny. Give him those. That's funny. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, anything else? Because it's almost that time. Uh, it was All funny. Right. Who was asking? Like he, like he, Thor could have got a hold of somebody. He could have sent an electronic letter. Right. He was talking about email. <laughs> email. Yeah, that's pretty funny. He's like, "Do you have a computer? For what?" That shit was hilarious. Is, <laughs> is this the only Marvel movie that will ever reference orgies? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it might be. It might not be. Too too, too soon to tell. Oh wait, though there was another like a little bit off color joke too, where it says like um, the hammer is pulling you off. Pulling you off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the hammer is pulling you off. <laughs> yeah, 
That's, that's, that's my terrible it. Kiwi accent. I, accent. I apologize. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay, new Doug. Um, seven just PhDs. Like seven PhDs. <laughs> fuck you. Like obviously, whoever. Like that's just re- that's overkill. It's ridiculous. No one's getting seven Such PhDs. overkill. My God. Yeah. And they so can just fly those ships. Jealous. Obviously, Summer's they don't. Jealous. They can't read that. They can fly any fucking ship <laughs> they want like, to. Yeah, it's just another spaceship. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. He, just kind of, he says that like, ah, it's fine. We we'll fucking care. They, they do. Re- yeah, you're right. They joke about it. So I guess that gives them the license to do as they please. A but, little bit. Yeah. yeah. Seven PhDs. It's, fucking stupid. That's that's ridiculous. That's where I draw the line. You can you can fly an alien spaceship with no prep. Even but, in fantasy. Uh, yeah. The devil's <laughs> anus. Seven PhDs is where you draw the line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Having that's tried funny. to get one. I have a hard time thinking that even <laughs> one of the world's smartest men could get seven fucking PhDs. Well, this is one of the guys that solved time travel in the next yeah, movie, so I don't yeah. know. Maybe that makes sense. This I don't is know. True. This is true. I'm not saying the man couldn't get two or three, maybe even four. Yeah. Seven? Come on. Yeah, I might go size five. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, before we close it out, uh, final question. Top three MCU movies? Oh, that's a good oh, question to think about. Man. Uh, that's a that's tough a, one. Tough one. Um, this is probably in my top three. Guardians in the Galaxy is in my top three. The original, and, yeah, the first mm-hmm. one. And um, I'm not sure about third. I'd have to Winter Soldier, maybe. Winter Soldier is really yeah. good. I yeah. might go. I'm going to go Guardians of the Galaxy one. I'm going to go Ant Man. Yeah, I love Ant Man two. And wow. ooh, Winter Soldier Civil War. Winter Soldier Civil War. Winter Soldier. Good choice. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's so hard. I, I'm amazed. You guys impressed you guys could do that so quickly because I did. Well, Those are the ones I, mean, I watch a lot, so I, I've watched them over and yeah. over again. I, I go to them. I, yeah, that, that's that's partly it, and also like I've I've considered this question before. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll even though I know it doesn't go that way. I think Infinity War would probably still be my top three. I could give it that three. Yeah, I considered it. Uh, I considered that in Captain I, Marvel. Uh, see, I liked Captain Marvel, but I, I, I thought it was unfairly panned by the people who oh, shit on it. But absolutely unfairly panned. I also am biased to uh, Fleck and Bowden. I like them as directors, and but I also thought it was a good movie anyway. So it would be borderline top three, but I'd keep it out of the top three. Maybe a four yeah, or five. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair to that. But I, I loved. Winter Soldier had a big impact, but I thought Civil War was even better, I think. Now, upon I've watched it more than Winter Soldier, but there wouldn't be a Civil War without Winter Soldier in a way, so you can right. make that argument. But yeah, but I'm going to go with Civil War, which me and Travis saw in the theater together. We did. Uh, in Philly. That was that was good. That's two, and then I don't even know. I have no idea how number one is. It would take me hard years to, to figure it out. Yeah, it hard. really would. It's Years. It's, I, start off, years. I started off. I went to with a movie theater. We were in South Carolina to see the first um, uh, Captain America, right? It was me, Guile, and Horning. And we went in there. And I hated I hated it. I hated it. I was terrible. So pissed off. It was so Joe bad. Johnston! Like, I so hated terrible. it. I hated it until so I terrible. watched it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's actually not could, that I, bad. I don't know. I, I just hated it so much. I, was stupid. I, did, was I used not, to. The first part of the movie was great. Um last two-thirds of it is just garbage just i couldn't take it i could put it to them for like two days straight couldn't think of anything else <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh we and travis back and we saw civil war we were talking about how shitty captain america was back then we would say that so but maybe it's not that bad okay 
It's better than well, yeah. Well, after Winter Soldier came out, I was like, "What the hell?" Now I love this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. of course. That so was much better. Huge. Than the first one. Big Soldier's, time. Yeah. Change the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll think about it, guys. I don't have a number one. I'm sorry. That's I'm fine. letting you down. All right. Uh, let's close it out. It's time to make our final determination. Does Thor Ragnarok hold up or not? Uh, I don't know. This seems. Very obvious, Travis, what you would say. So Yeah, I mean, I, I, I deliberately chose. I mean, I just, you know, Eric is, uh, and you are both better than me at keeping your emotions out of it when people are like, I mean, I trashed uh, Fast and Furious last week. If someone treated this <laughs> movie the way I treated Fast and the Furious, I would get prickly and shitty about it because I'm inconsistent and unfair. Um, so... <laughs> um, that said, I really just wanted to like just talk about one of my favorite Marvel movies because we haven't dug into the MCU yet. I fully expected to uh, walk out of the viewing feeling like it holds up, and I feel like it does still hold up. I surprised myself since I sat down with a pen and paper and found some inconsistencies and some things that I was maybe like, oh, that doesn't make a ton of sense, but I don't care. It looks so fucking cool. The score, the action, the, the acting the set design, the costumes, everything comes together so perfectly well with this movie. I really think it's one of the strongest movies in the MCU. Holds up. Hmm. Yeah. Aaron Worley, over to you. Well, I mean, it's just a fun movie to watch straight up. Probably seen it like four or five times. Started, I started, as Travis was talked about, taking notes, and then by like halfway through the movie, I'm just like, screw this. I don't need to take notes. I'm just going to watch this movie again. It's great. And it holds up for me because I still got laughs out of it. And I still got, you know, some of those scenes. I got pumped up. You know, yeah. It was really cool. Uh, there's nothing to complain about. It didn't lag at any point, right? The All the the writing was good. And, and, and the improv stuff is great. Uh, it's right up my alley. I love it. Uh, yeah. Totally holds up. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's a fun movie. And you know what? I thought the last time I watched it, there were some lag points, like when Thor is going through that initial meeting to the Grandmaster. I'm like, okay, who cares? Oh, I love uh, that scene. I know. I didn't think that now, but there was a previous viewing where I felt that. There was a couple lag points, but I didn't feel any lag points watching it this time. It was That was a one-off feeling. Sometimes you feel something one day, and it doesn't mean it's always true the next. So This is true. Feelings. The transitory. Feelings. Look, it's fun. It's good times. It's beautiful film. So colorful. It's I don't know. You couldn't get bored watching this movie because even if you didn't think the jokes were that funny, the color schemes and all the costume when they're walking through the town, they're trying to hide after he turns <laughs> into Banner again and he gets splashed with the green paint and the explodes yeah. in his face. All the people, their Hulk stuff and the 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 costumes of these. Basically, they are uh, Sicarians. They're cannibals. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't really <laughs> mention that, but they are cannibals. So, uh, but they look like wildly fascinating cannibals. I will say that. I feel like the government's failing the people of Sakar. It just does seem like they've got a few problems, and maybe they need a new Supreme Court or something. I don't know what. Slavery and cannibalism. Maybe they need a vote. You know, they need to get out there. Oh, and yeah. vote. rock the vote. What happened to rock the vote? Get out the vote. <laughs> 
That's what they need to do. Rock the boat. All right. It definitely holds up. It's a lot of fun. It's a good movie. It's well done. It's well crafted. It's not just... It's got heart, too. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about the heart of this movie, I suppose. But, like, serious moments uh, where Odin has his talk with his sons. and Yeah. Uh, where, yeah, Loki and Thor are sitting yeah. in that circular permanence where he's the, uh, the, the, what do you call it? The get help hologram of, yeah, get help's funny too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's got a, I thought that when I watched it this last time, there might not be a questionable balance of the heart and the comedy, but it still does a good job of that. And it does. Watiti knows that he, cause he can't do good comedy if you don't have like a good sense of life itself. So I think, that comes natural to anybody who does it well, and Watiti still does it well. So, yeah, I, I do think there's moments that where like some of the comedy kind of steps on the bits a little, like especially at the end when like when Korg is kind of looking at Asgard be just being destroyed and cracking some jokes. I'm like this is a moment we actually, could yeah, when sit. he cracks the joke about the dead Meek, that's unnecessary. Yeah, the, all yeah. that stuff. Oh, he's not is, dead. It's like they're trying to like inject all these jokes that like because like you're watching a world blow up. It's like you know we can watch the world blow up and kind of be bummed about that for a minute. <laughs> we had a lot of fun through this movie. We can end on a down note. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I was That's afraid. Fair. Of juxtaposition. Yeah. Not necessary. Not necessary. Trying to all right now. There it is. Hey, Thor Ragnarok. Hey. A clean sweep. It holds up, Travis. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. I don't know what Eric would say. We'll always wonder on the show, maybe. What would Eric think? He might tell us. He might tell it's, us. It's, uh, who knows? What day is it? You know? <laughs> oh, ouch. Uh, do you want to say man. anything about Eric's audio, Aaron? Would you like to talk about Eric's audio? Yeah, hopefully, well, hopefully, I guys, mean, when you guys listen back to this uh You'll barely be able to hear me, and you'll keep turning the volume up to hear me and then turning it down to hear Mike. It's my favorite way to hear, watch so. You'll hear some crackles and some pops on your audio, so maybe... Uh, you oh, know, yeah, it's going to be a harsh reality for you today, Aaron. Finger, <laughs> there's three fingers pointing back at yourself, my friend. Oh, yeah, this <laughs> this is totally true. Look at this. I got this beautiful microphone, uh, but doesn't, some doesn't way my, my computer work. is not registering it. For some unknown reason. Well, this is what happens to Eric every week. So just imagine being every, Eric every, every week. week? Yeah. Every week. <laughs> he tries. Eric, we love much. you. I know you're not here to defend yourself, Eric. We know we love you. So don't even get too serious. Or he does a great job. He's going to freak out over this. We probably should stop. So, uh, Eric, you're a good boy. Everything's fine. And he's chosen his film for next week, by the way. You, you have to stop calling people good boys. We're not dogs. It's weird. <laughs> he's a good boy. It's a, it's a, a good lad. You just started doing it all of a sudden, calling everybody good boy. Like that. You're hanging out with dogs too much. Uh, yeah, it's true. I'd spend a lot of time with Yoshi. Uh, <laughs> although Yoshi's a girl, so it's a good girl. It's so weird. It's good hey, girl. did you guys see my Yoshi? Uh, okay, oh! Can't see, can't see with that brick wall. That brick wall's blocking everything. You have a hole. Really is. Is that a hole in your arm? It's a hole yeah. in your arm. It's green. Oh, we will never be able to see it. So, <laughs> And tattoos usually have green, seems like. Uh, next week's show, Aaron will go back to just being a consumer of the show. Uh, or not. Maybe Chud he'll Pud. go somewhere. Shudpud did a fine job. We thank he Aaron did. for being Eric's. There it is. There's Yoshi. Yoshi! Uh, next week's show will feature Eric's selection. Eric Bransham, co-host of the show, has selected a movie for next week. And I am the one. To reveal that film. Now, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm oh. disappointed. Yeah, wow. I'm not thrilled about it. Um, but throwing that out there. I, well, if he yeah. gave me the movie choice, I get to say that. So, <laughs> Next week's film will take us back to the year 2000. In the year 2000! Yeah. It stars Vince Vaughn, Vincent D'Onofrio, 
The Cell. The Cell. 2000 movie, The Cell. Wow. This has been on my list for a while as well. That so was 2000? That was 2000. Wow. That's wow. what it says on the internet, Aaron. Wow. Boy, me God. Me God, go away. I'm already dissing it. I never even saw it, so I guess what? I got to see it first. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, you got to see it before you diss it. It's, okay. It's got, it's got its contrivances, but it's uh, Is that the one with Jenny piece. from the Block? It's with Jenny yes. from the Block. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a great movie, but it wasn't. I like, oh, you guys can <laughs> see that for next week. It's Aaron. Maybe I'll, yeah, maybe I will. I don't know. I'd, I remember coming out, and there was some talk about it. Is it a horror movie, for the record, or no? Uh, kind of. No, kind of. It's more of a thriller, you know, psychological yeah. thriller. It's, psychological it's kind of like sounds. It does have some supernatural overtones. Ooh. Yeah, ish, ish. Thriller! All right, well, next week we're going to do The Cell. Eric will be back on the show. It'll be me, Eric, and Travis. Please, if you ever see Aaron Worley out on the streets, give him a high five and tell him how much you love Top Gun. It would really make his day. It would. It would. And if you've it never really seen would. it. You guys seen Top Gun? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, shit, we can't end the show. Did you see Top Gun 2? We didn't get you. I need oh. to hear your. Haven't been in the theater yet, man. Oh! It's just been, been so busy. So busy. Wow. I can't believe you yeah. haven't seen Top Gun 2. That kind of blows my mind. For like some everybody, it's got like. Everybody loves it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't oh, yeah. seen it either, but everyone's it's well hailed. Yeah. I do feel like at least you haven't seen it, so now you can join me and Travis as being the third people, <laughs> third person not to have seen this. Film. The last so. three people in America, from the sound of things, it does yeah. sound like that. <laughs> I just thought of all people. I mean, that's your thing. Have you seen it Top is. Gun? You have to see Top Gun too if that's your thing. It's kind of feel that way. So, well, we we saw the movie poster. That one yeah, it's a great picture of you grabbing Tom Cruise's butt. <laughs> okay. <I've seen> that. <laughs> All right, that's it. Show's over. We're done. We got it on the record. Thank you to Aaron. That's Travis. I'm Mike. Uh, follow us, Cinema 9 Pod, Cinema 9 Pod at ProtonMail.com, Five Star Review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, all your favorite places. It's my that's birthday. It. I know who I am. <laughs>